0: Love First Christian Center.
1: It's time for Dr. Jomo
2: Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. He says he is a shield to those who walk with integrity. He guards the path of the just and protects those who are faithful. He guards the path, Pastor. What does that mean? Here it is, y'all. If I'm walking right now, the Bible says the Spirit leads me. Okay, so the Spirit's in front of me. Grace and mercy are behind. His rod and the staffs on the side. So that means everywhere I go, I'm cut. So all of a sudden, you see, why, why can't I go this way? Well, because, see, that's the staff saying get back in your lane. When you wanted to go back, Grace said, no, nah, homeboy, you can't go back now. <laughs> then he went over here. Oh, no, here's the rock. So what it is, God has you entrapped. So what happens when you have roadblocks, it's not a roadblock. It's God saying turn another way. Verse 5, then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord, and you will gain knowledge. Okay, my next scripture, verse 6. For the Lord grants wisdom. The Lord what? So the Lord grants wisdom from the mouth come knowledge and understanding. Now, God can grant wisdom, but there's also a way you can get wisdom through thirsting and hunger for wisdom. God will give you more. That's where James says, if anyone lacks wisdom, to ask God. That's James chapter 1 verse five, and he will give it to you liberally. Now, the Bible says if he gives it to you liberally, you must not be double-minded. Amen. The problem is we ask God, and then we don't like God's answer. Oh, Jesus. Pray, look at your name. I think he might be talking about you right there. Verse, verse 7. Verse 7. I like this one. He grants a treasure. Ooh, ooh. Is it on there yet? Yes, Lord Jesus. this going to bless your life. He grants a treasure of common sense to the honest. We've all thought that. Common sense, show ain't common. Come on, y'all know. Don't you ain't got no common sense? Why you going to do that? That don't make no sense. You don't have any what? Look at your and say, this is going to help y'all. Go back to work and say, look, here, look, look, I don't figure out your problem, baby girl. You need a grant. What kind of grant you talking about? A grant of common sense. Oh, Jesus. You can highlight that, copy that, take that to, tr- take that to work with you tomorrow. I, I know what it is. I figured it out. I figured it out. You didn't get your grant. What grant you talking about, girl? The Pell Grant? No, common sense. <laughs> it's right there. It's right there. He grants a treasure of what? Common sense ain't common. Raise your hand if you know that. Ooh, like, that's so. That don't make no. Mm-hmm. Cause they didn't get their grant. Hmm. go to Jesus and ask for your grant. He'll give it to you because you need an extra dose of. (laughs) He says, he is a shield to those who walk with integrity. He guards the path of the just and protects those who are faithful. Guards the path. Pastor, what does that mean? Here it is, y'all. If I'm walking right now, the Bible says the Spirit leads me. Okay, so the Spirit's in front of me. Grace and mercy are behind me. His rod and the staff's on the side of me. So that means everywhere I go, I'm coming. So all of a sudden, you see, why can't I go this way? Well, because, see, that was the staff saying, get back in your lane. When you wanted to go back, Grace said, "No, homeboy, you can't go back now. (laughs) Then he went over here, oh, no, here's the rod. So what it is, God has you entrapped. So what happens when you have roadblocks, it's not a roadblock. It's God saying, turn another way. See, we get frustrated because the door didn't open. It wasn't a door didn't open. Grace said no. Mercy said, I got your back. Because see, if he says, I'm governing your path. So some of the things that did not work out for you was really God saying, that ain't good for you. I got a better way for you. Ooh, he, that's what he says. He guards the path of the just and protects those who are faithful. Then you will understand what is right, just, and fair. And here's the key point. You will find the right way to go. Now you will hear his voice. Now these are the prerequisites, the requirements to hearing his voice. And if you get this, ooh, changes your life, changes your life. But the beginning is understanding that your way does not work. And you have to get sick and tired and sick and tired of you. Raise your head if you know what I'm talking about. Just you get sick, of, why am I always here? Am I consistently stupid? I know that I should be better than what I'm doing, but yet I'm here again. No, that, that was me. I, I had a conversation with Jomo. I said, dude, come on, man. You're making a mess of yourself. I know you're better than what you're doing, but what's up with this? And I talked to myself, and I wrote some new rules. Everyone say new rules. In your life... If you don't learn from your mistakes, you're doomed to repeat them. So what I've learned is, and every time I made a mess of myself, I did an autopsy. I exhumed a body. Okay, homeboy, what did you do here? She said hi to you, and you smiled. Was that the beginning? Don't look at me, look at y'all self-righteous folk. Just look like, Wait, what is he talking about? What is he talking about? You know how it starts? It starts with a smile. Hey, how you doing? Praise the Lord. Yeah, I know you're married. Yes, you're married. Yeah, so I'm married, and she has a gun. Yes. <laughs> flee, flee, flee. But 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 many times when we fall, it starts off innocently, and you have to be cognizant of the wild. That's why he says, "Get wisdom." My God, praise the Lord. <clears throat> Four things I want you to hear in in verses 9 and 10, and I want you to get out of it. Number one, we must trust God. We must trust and honor God. Number one, we must trust and honor God. I still got wisdom keys for you. Uh, Number two, we must realize the Bible reveals God's wisdom for us. It's the blueprint, the blueprint for our life. Number one, we must trust and honor God. Number two, we we must realize the Bible is the blueprint. Number three, We must make lifelong series of right choices. Everyone say choices. Come on, choices. Your life is based on the choices and decisions and the consequences that come with it. And four, learn from your mistakes. The Bible says it this way. Only a fool returns to his vomit. Meaning where you've made a mess of yourself, why you go back to that spot? And oftentimes we do. Just to see if we could do it again. Mm. Wisdom keys. Wisdom keys. I got four, which is a lot for me. Four. But it's so good. This, this, this hearing thing is so good. Wisdom key number one. Jesus and the word are one. Verse John 1 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word is with God, and the Word was God. So if God If the word and Jesus are one and the same, if I want more Jesus, I have to get more word. And the more word I know, the more Jesus I know. Meaning, Jesus is the word. So with Jesus being the word, if I allow more word in me, I will have more Jesus in me. And the more word I get, the more I think. One of the key aspects of being great in life is who you read and who you surround yourself with. They say you will become what you read, and who you surround yourself with. So, if I understand that I want to be like Jesus, I have to read more about Jesus. They say, if you can't meet the person, read about the person. And if you read about the person, you will start to think like the person. That's what the Bible says. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. So, as I get more word in me, I get more of Christ's mind in me. So, now, when I hear a word, I say, that's Jesus. Why? Because I understand his way and his word. And the more words you get, the more revelation you get. And then people start to say, man, you smart. No, I'm not smart. I'm smart to know who is really smart. You don't have to have all the answers. You just got to know who does. And James 1.5 says, if anyone lacks wisdom, ask God, for he'll give it to you liberally. And then John 1.14 says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and his name was Jesus. The more words you have, the more Jesus you have. Praise God. Wisdom key number two. This is a good one. I think it's Mark 424. Oh, ooh, this is good for your soul. <sighs> then let's read you church, let's read together. Then he said, Pay attention to what you hear by your own standard of measurement. That is, to the extent that whoa, 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 whoa. To the extent that pastor preach. To the extent that who's who that? Look at your neighbor. And say, I think he's talking to you. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Chomo Cousins.
1: Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com.
2: Look at the other and say, I think he's talking to you. Hey, hey, say, neighbor, I think he's talking to you. That is, let's read, to the extent that you study spiritual truth and what? Stop asking for a job you didn't apply for. And apply godly wisdom, it will be measured to and you will be given even greater ability. Now, how can you respond if you can't hear? He's saying, the more words you get, the greater ability to, to respond. That's why some people couldn't respond this morning when I said, "Now's the time the atmosphere is right." Some are like, "Who? What that ear? Who? Reach for what?" Because guess what? <laughs> Let him who have ears? So sometimes you miss it because perfect example. It happens all the time in sports. Quarterback throws the ball this way. Receiver go that way. Miscommunication. And every day, God is sending signals. He's throwing alley oops to you. And all you gotta do is but you can't get the signal. Because you're not in tune. You need a tune up. You need to call Jesus and say, Lord, fix my router. Lord, help me. I've I've gotten off the course. I've drifted too far. Help me, Lord. You know when you get too far with your cell phone, your phone starts to drop. You can't make contact because you're too far away. Lord, help me. I love this. Look what he says. And more will be given to you. So the more I study, the more I understand. The more I understand, the more directions I get. Yeah. So then people start thinking you're smart. For real. Because you know, our church just turned eight years old. And this project was $3.2 million. Uh, We almost got it done debt free. We had to get a line of credit to finish the parking lot. Because we had to pay twice because some, some people didn't do things right. Amen. I'm going to leave it at that. So I said, Oh Lord, thank you. I said, To, to do a, a project and the whole building get done cash. People said, that doesn't happen. I said, well, guess what? I heard his voice. So guess what? (laughs) I'm not a scholar. I just know how to. So if you hear his voice, people say, man, how you do what you do? It's not me. I learned how to. Because, see, if you can learn how to hear his voice, people start saying, man, because we try to. You so young and stupid. How you do that? I said, I know how to. There's some stuff God has for you. And people can't figure out how you get the promotion. People don't understand how you got the good deal. I heard his. So all of a sudden, you're in a place where people say, man, you don't even qualify to be where you are. See, I don't qualify. You're right. But Jesus' blood qualified me. Because in my own ability, I don't qualify. But I knew how to. Now, question: Who determines your ability to hear His voice? There it is. You do. Next one. Ooh, Allen Iverson Iverson said this. Practice, practice. I die out here in the game. I die. Talk about practice. (laughs) Allen Iverson. (laughs) That. (laughs) I ain't mad, my brother. Jesus replied, but even more blessed are all who hear the word of God and put it into what? Mm. What I wanted to show you this morning when I said reach down, I wanted you to practice his presence. I want you to get in the habit of reaching up and reaching down. Because, see, if you don't get in the habit of doing it, you're going to miss it. You have to get some muscle memory. Ooh, boy, I'm teaching now. Pastor, what's muscle memory? Muscle memory is where you don't have to think no more. It's just what happens. Example, I go anywhere. Someone says, hey, Pastor, do keep praying for me. In the name of Jesus, Father God, I plead the blood. Why? Because, see, I got muscle memory. When the devil come at me, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I don't have to think about it. It's muscle memory. If there's any good soldier in here, he don't have to think about his gun. This is my gun. This is my weapon. <laughs> if I got a real one in here, you know how to handle your stuff. Am I telling the truth? You, so, so my point to you is if we're soldiers in God's army, you shouldn't be stuttering and bumming. <laughs> no, in the name of Jesus, I know my stuff. I wish a devil would. So, I got to practice what I'm hearing. Last one. Hmm. Hearing is based on relationship. We know this is true. Because every mother in here knows the cry of your child. Am I telling the truth, mamas? You know your baby voice. Look what he says. Whoever is of God and belongs to him, hears the truth of God's word. For this reason, you do not hear them because you are not of God. You are not in fellowship with him. So if you can't hear him, you better check yourself. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. I'll close with this, y'all. Eight years ago, July 27, 2008, it was a month prior to that, a couple months, I was wrestling with what God told me to do. God said, start a church. I told my wife what God said. If you've heard my wife tell you a story, uh, I was in the the dining room on the floor praying, crying, making a mess of myself about 3 o'clock in the morning. I said, this is what God told me to do, start a church. And she said, she told me, she said, get back down your knees and ask God again. <laughs> what kind of encouragement is that? <laughs> you better ask God again because he ain't telling me I'm going to be a pastor wife. So you need to go ahead and talk to him one more time. I said, so, <laughs> so she told me, she said, Jomo, she said, go, go, go down to Hillsborough County Public Schools and go ahead and do your paperwork to be a teacher. Because if this church thing don't work out, you better figure out a way to make some money. (laughs) This is my ID badge. (laughs) People say, Pastor, you don't look happy. Look, man, when your wife threatened you, I was threatened, y'all. I was under duress. Y'all laughing too much now. Y- y'all know y'all got some bad pictures too. That was nothing. That brother didn't look happy right there, boy. How about this, y'all? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Go ahead take your picture and everything. I'm in a valley of decision. And God says, start a church. My wife wasn't quite sure because Jomo and Pastor didn't coincide. But she said, "Jomo, what did God tell you to do? Start a church." The reason I tell you this story, family, is some of you here today are in that valley of decision, and you gotta make a decision. What did God tell you to do? See, this was a safe plan. This is security. I can go this route, but this is not what God told me to do. See, there's a difference between God's perfect will and God's permissive will. Oh, God will let you stay there if that's what you want. But I'm so thankful that eight years ago, I said yes to God. Because, see, I'd be a good substitute teacher. I'd have went back and got my certification and do all the stuff they told me to do. But that's not what God told me to do some of you right now are walking in a valley of decision and you're trying to figure out what to do I'm telling you today hear his voice his voice will be uncomfortable his voice will take you out your comfort zone because see it won't you'll feel like what, what, what Lord but I don't know if it's gonna work out understand this I can't make anybody give See, when I was a speaker and I traveled the country, I knew how much I was gonna make per week. If I had this many sales, I said, "Church is free will. I don't like free will. I like to pay my bill. Okay, free will means people do whatever they want to. They can come, they can go, they can leave. I like security. Church is not secure. I said, Lord, I don't want to be broke. I don't like broke. I've been broke all my life, Lord. I ain't telling you no preacher." I don't want to go Africa, Lord. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Anybody have to go say, this? I don't want to go. Because you know, everybody thinks every preacher got to go Africa. No, we can stay right here in review, Praise the Lord. There's a whole bunch of heathens right here. Hallelujah. We ain't got to go nowhere. There's a whole bunch of people here right here. <laughs> All of us have to make some choices. I keep this. And I look at it as my memory of the faith step I had to take. You're going to have to take a faith step to get what God has for you. You have to get out of the boat. I don't know what boat has you bound, but you got to get up out that boat. You got to get out your comfort zone. Comfort is not where God wants you. God wants you on the water. See, the miracle is on the water. Where you don't know how it's going to work. I don't know who this word is for today, but I want to tell you today I'm not a substitute. I'm an original. (laughs) You ain't got to be no substitute, nothing. You are what God has made you to be. Step into your call. You don't have to be a backup. You a starter, baby. See, you have.
1: God has it for you. Don't settle.